another episode of The Last Generation. The podcast deals with issues and challenges with the last generation population. This is Tammy, your host, and thank you again for joining me. Um, so, welcome to a new season of The Last Generation. Uh, for those of you that are new to the podcast, uh, let me kind of give you a little bit of background about this. Uh, this uh, The Last Generation is a term that I came up with uh, several years ago that uh, deals with people that are what I would call last generationers. These are individuals that have either lost uh, family members or they're the only one left in their, in their generation. Or um, if they do have family members left, they may be elderly or they may be, um, they may be you know, in the senior citizen range and, and they don't have enough support, uh, they are, you know, just uh, people that are living life on life's terms, and they do not have enough people to support them, and uh, there's quite a few of us out there, uh, that's also including myself, and, uh, some, and so uh, throughout my lifetime and uh, throughout had a lot of episodes, a lot of incidents that have occurred with me that being a last generationer has, a last generationer has been uh, difficult or has been actually looked down upon, uh, that it's, you know, there's some people that just, you know, this is not something that uh, anybody has in their control. If, you know, they're the last, if they're the last in line or if they're the last person in their their uh, family and they don't have any family support you know these are this is a population that I really feel has been terribly overlooked and uh, wanted to uh, bring just some of these issues and challenges to uh, the public's attention and see what we can do to you know help uh, help this type of population because I have you know it's probably more than a lot of people think it is, and uh, you know, so I just wanted to create this podcast to bring some of these issues uh, to the public's attention, and hope you enjoy it. And uh, for those of you that are new, for those of you that uh, are that have listened to my podcast before, welcome back, and I appreciate your support. Uh, so I probably need to explain a little bit of the hiatus uh, that I had to take. Uh, as many of you know from my previous podcasts, also for those of you that are new listeners, uh, my podcast, uh, my episodes, previous episodes are available on your uh, on the podcast uh, app that you're using, and uh, so please feel free to go back and uh, check out any of my previous episodes on uh, this topic. So uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Love ha- love having you guys here. So uh, the hiatus that occurred. Uh, as many of you know from my previous podcast that I do have a medical condition and uh, we were concerned that I was going to be facing a surgery and uh, luckily after going through the tests and everything that uh, I was going through uh, the surgery did not need to happen which that's you know I'm very grateful for that uh, very blessed to hear that uh, that was the case because uh, 
it would have been a redo from the previous surgery I had in 2009 and that was going to be very very difficult to go through and so I was really uh, happy that I didn't have to experience that um, and uh, so uh, that was uh, one of the things that happened and because of my uh, medical leave I was working from home actually I didn't didn't really take much of medical leave I was actually allowed to work from home and uh, you know like many of us that have had to, that are recovering or from uh, aftermaths of uh, corona that you know I was working from home for about two months which again I was very grateful for and my employer was very very gracious and I very much appreciate their their support and their help and um, you know so I had to kind of put the podcast on hold um, and uh, so now I have some new equipment that I'm working on it gave me some time to upgrade the equipment it gave me some time to uh, research a little bit more and to uh, start preparing more episodes for the podcast and uh, more topics for the podcast that may be overlooked and uh, there's also I've talked with a couple of uh, other friends of mine who also have podcasts as well and so we may have some guests in the future in future episodes so you know I hope that uh, you know this is going to be really uh, a good time for everybody and bringing this very important issue to light so um, you know thank you for uh, your support and uh, for those for the friends of mine that and the uh, couple of the listeners that were checking that were checking in on me uh, yes I am still here and I'm still going to be doing the podcast and ready to ready to rock and roll on this again so um, a couple of topics that did come up that uh, of course as many of you know from my previous podcasts that I do work in the mental health field and so I uh, wanted to kind of kick off the season uh, doing uh, some episodes in regard to uh, mental health issues with last generationers and what are some of the challenges that occur with uh, you know seeking mental health and I, I even have some experiences in that and uh, I just uh, so I definitely will be uh, referring to that so with no further ado let me uh, kick off by talking about uh, what are some of the challenges with the uh, last generation population and I want to start with uh, one of the most obvious ones that could possibly be happening and that is the expense um, some last generationers uh, one of the things that that I've experienced as a mental health professional and in working in the mental health field is that a lot of times people get referred to mental health as a last-ditch effort they you know yes last generationers may be dealing with a lot of depression and I'm not saying that mental health would never um, help somebody who is a last generationer because more of course absolutely it may the question is is that it also depends on what the last generation person is seeking and one of the challenges that we have is that uh, when it comes to somebody who's a last generation or unless they may be raising a child or maybe they're in you know some type of a family setting 
uh, you know, some type of a family setting, if they have like a significant other or somebody that they're living with, and uh, then it then it comes down to of um, how do the states that everybody lives in see domestic partnership? Uh, that could be, you know, that's one thing that that could be a challenge uh, when it comes to uh, dealing with mental health and getting services, but. A lot of the services that are offered uh, are focused on families. And when you have somebody who is a last generation or that is uh, maybe could be struggling financially or they have to work two or, two or three jobs in order to make ends meet uh, because they are by themselves. And uh, some people will you know, make comments like, you know, well, why can't they just get a roommate or why can't they get, um, why can't they get, you know, just somebody to live with and they, they dismiss, you know, last generation individuals as maybe lazy or, you know, something, you know, they have some type of a, of a label or something like that. And that's not always true. Um, there's a lot of people that I know that are, they may not be last generationers, but they, you know, they've had roommates that really have taken advantage of them. And there's a lot of times, or there's times where even having a roommate costs people more money than it saves them. And, you know, they, well, at least they can get help with rent. I've heard that a couple times. And I'm like, well, yes, it would help. Them. They may be getting help with rent, but what about any other help that they need to have as well? You know, because of you know, the last generation, or uh, for the most part, is you know looking at um, somebody to room with or anything like that. If you know, if they want to go that direction, uh, you know, where do they find these people and how do they screen them? Because uh, even in my experience, I've had roommates that have totally ripped me off and. I've had incredibly bad experiences with roommates. I have not had uh, too many positive experiences with roommates. And uh, that is, uh, you know, definitely a challenge that uh, could be, you know, that could be a, a problem, eventually leading to a problem. And, you know, so, if you, you know, there's also some other things, too, that uh, last generationers can, uh, you know, that sometimes they look at, and this is even true, this was even true for me, is what type of amenities do uh, some of the, um, you know, apartment complexes and things like that have as well. You know, because there, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, who are last generationers may have been relationships or they may be getting out of situations that um, you know they that were very negative um, I knew somebody that uh, was seeking uh, mental health services one time or was referred to mental health services and um, they had just gotten out of a bad relationship and they had just gotten out of this and they were trying to get back on their feet after this horrendous situation. And the first thing that one of the counselors, that this one counselor mentioned to this person is, well, 
who do you have to move in with? And the thing is, it's like, look, they just got out of a bad situation. And if they, you know, so why would they want to put themselves back into a situation or put themselves at least at risk, you know, to have another bad incident? And that's, you know, so sometimes a lot, you know, advice may not have been intended to be negative, but if you look at what that person went through, they probably don't want to jump right back into a roommate situation again if they've already had a bad experience. Um, another uh, situation that I could think of too is uh, a last generationer that uh, was uh, a caregiver for a long time and they were out of the workforce for a very, very long time and they had a great deal of difficulty finding employment because for the last, you know, it, it was like about 10 to 15 years that they, um, you know, that they've been a caregiver for a family member who eventually passed. And so how does this person get back on their feet uh, and they are going to need a lot more than just uh, mental health services. Yes, you do want to address the grief and loss of the, of the family member that died. Uh, in this person's particular case, though, they were actually very relieved that um, this person, you know, passed away because they were struggling for so many years. But the thing is, is that because they've been out of the workforce for so long, you know, they were having difficulty getting into the workforce, and this person is now in their in their 50s, in their early 50s, and this just happened recently. So, you know, these, you know, people are in their 50s or they're getting into, uh, you know, they're getting into their upper, you know, upper years or, you know, they're getting into middle age and things like that. Employment services is really, really important for some of these people, and especially in a case like that, where if they've been a caregiver for and then all of a sudden they find themselves, you know, um, on their own and now completely on their own because that was the, the person that passed away was the parent of that individual. And, you know, so if, if uh, you have somebody that uh, lost their last parent, I mean, sure, yes. Do we want to deal with grief and loss? Yes. Do we want to deal with... Um, do we want to deal with uh, their work situation? But they also need to be focusing on a work situation, a living situation. Um, you know how to how to make ends meet while they're trying to um, while they're trying to settle the estate. What type of you know what type of assistance do they need settling the estate? So if you think about a scenario like that, they need so many services that it's just and some of them may not even be available. And especially if they're not available to last generationers, then, you know, uh, because that they're last generationers, because a lot of, like I said, a lot of uh, mental health services are so fo are focused more on families than they are on individuals. And so, you know, there's there's a lot of things that need um, that need help, and where they need help with that type of, of service. And if they're not working right now because 
of a, you know, the fact that they've been out of the workforce because they've been a caregiver for this individual for many, many years, then how do they obtain a lot of these services and how do they get and how do they get them because, uh, you know, they may not have any money at the time. And so uh, when, if they're trying to get back into the workforce and they don't have a steady job or they don't have a job, um, now, you know, they, or what happens if they, if they wanted to go back to school or if they wanted to do something, you know, they wanted to try to get themselves back on their feet. And especially if they're middle-aged or they're, um, you know, they're in their, you know, say 40s, 50s, because uh, the sad part about it is, is ageism is still out there. And how many, how many jobs, um, look at age and look at, you know, well, if, you know, what, what about, you know, I've, I've even, I would, I would not even be a bit surprised if that person gets asked about their estate. You know, is there anything, you know, that they have to settle the estate, if they have to do all that kind of stuff, they may not know how. And, you know, so one of the things that uh, is a challenge, and like I said, you know, uh, with expense, um, even something like telehealth, and, uh, you know, if we're looking at telehealth as an option uh, for counseling, some of those um, are, are expensive. Uh, they're really expensive, and if they, uh, and you, they may pay a flat fee. I mean, I've seen one that has like a flat fee, and it's like $100 a month for unlimited sessions, which is great. I'm glad that they can have unlimited sessions. But if you don't have the $100 a month in order to make that happen uh, because of, you know, whatever your situation is, how can you utilize that service? And uh, the other thing, too, is, uh, and I've experienced this uh, not too long ago, is I was looking for a resource for trauma. And uh, when I went, when I was looking at uh, a, a telehealth site, there uh, there were a handful of, of counselors that did trauma work. And you know, when it comes to telehealth, and if you need something very specific, uh, some of them may have a very limited availability, and that's something that I've even noticed is that, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, things like telehealth, and I'm not saying telehealth is a bad option, because it's not. I mean, if you're, if you're living by yourself and you need something, you know, if you need something that's very flexible, absolutely telehealth would be a very good option. But the, the thing is, is that if it doesn't have the type of counseling that you need, is that, you know, going to help? Is that going to help some, you know, of a last generation? Plus, on top of that, um, you know, I'm not, again, telehealth can be a very, very vital option, and it can be a very good option, especially for people that may not have uh, a lot of mental health services in their area. But the other part of that is not every telehealth counselor is in the state or in the, in the area that the person is seeking services. So... There may be a lack of knowledge of what services are available in 
in certain states, and that's a limitation here, honestly. Uh, there's, you know, there's some services that are just not available um, in uh, certain areas that may, be in, that may be available in other areas. So uh, the knowledge of the person's, you know, the, the knowledge of that particular background, plus on top of that with telehealth, I mean, it, 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 you know, how can they get uh, additional things like a case manager or somebody who can help them uh, address some of the issues that they have. So, um, feel free to uh, leave any comments. Uh, leave, you know, if you have any uh, any uh, additional comments or additional topics, uh, please feel free to leave them. And so, uh, this is, uh, you know, I'll be addressing more of these uh, mental health issues as we go. And again, I want to thank you for joining me. And uh, please be safe out there. And. Uh, follow whatever guidelines that you need to uh, for the pandemic, uh, if you would, because it does help a lot of us, and I appreciate you tuning in, and uh, thank you for joining me, and we'll see you next week.